Hey friend, I've created a new training and companion workbook for you that will help you ditch those limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and create the confidence you crave. It's 22 minutes of pure gold that moves you to the next level of success in your career or business. Just go to my website, barbarachurchill.com, and click the Start Here tab in the upper right-hand corner. Enter your name and email, and you'll have instant access to this life-changing information. It's that simple. Go get it. You are listening to Episode 64 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one where I shine a light on the root cause of perfectionism and how you can get out from under the weight of it. You need to hear this, my friend, because it's not what you might think. Let's go. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hey, friends, what is going on in your world? Happy Wednesday. Are you moving right along or are you kind of feeling stuck? Do you dread going to work because your plate is overflowing and there never seems to be an end to it? Are you exhausted by all you do for others and your perfectionism? If you answered yes to any or all of those, I want to hear from you. So please email me at hello at barbarachurchill.com and let me know what's happening. All right. I love answering your questions and sharing resources that support you. So don't be shy. Reach out. All right. You know, last week I shared that I achieved a new certification from the Imposter Syndrome Institute, which enables me to teach and share the vast amount of information and research done by its co-founder, Dr. Valerie Young. And do you know what happened to me during my certification? I'm sure you can guess. I had imposter moments, right? I had imposter syndrome moments. How ironic. My perfectionist came roaring in when I started thinking about how many leaders and entrepreneurs I can help by speaking at their organizations or associations. My brain started dishing up all sorts of scenarios that only allowed for perfect delivery of this information. I actually began to feel anxious just sitting in the class. I mean, that's one of the things imposter syndrome thinking does. It affects your nervous system and causes unnecessary stress and anxiety. And this pattern of perfectionistic thinking paired with the stress it causes can wreak havoc on your physical and mental health. I'm attesting to that right here and now. And this isn't anything to gloss over, my friends. It's real, okay? So today I'm going to talk about the root cause of perfectionism, where it comes from, because you're not born with it. Did you know that? Some people say that they're perfectionist and you know it's just part of their DNA, right? Well, that isn't the case. It comes from the early messages and expectations that we get as kids from our parents and teachers and society as a whole, right? So when I was in school, I knew getting good grades was important. How did I know that? Well, my parents instilled that belief in my head. They were the first ones, right? Do your best. Work hard. Always get A's because that shows you're the best. I mean, sheesh, that's a lot of pressure to put on a kid, right? And then, of course, when I started school, that message continued. Even in kindergarten, 
when I was coloring a picture, I was told not to be messy and to stay inside the lines because that was prettier. That was better. That was how my creativity would be acceptable. Isn't that nuts? We do this to our kids. I mean, I know I've done it to mine. We teach them what is acceptable in our minds or society's view so they can conform to those standards and hopefully get recognition and good grades. I sometimes wonder how different I would be if I had grown up with a lot different messaging, right? Now, as I grew older, when I came home with anything other than an A, what do you think happened? I was asked why I got a B plus in English. I mean, never mind the rest of my record card was all A's, right? It was that stinking B plus that got all the attention. So what did I learn very early on? Be perfect to be accepted and belong and be praised. I know you can relate to this, right? Because this probably happened to you too. And it's just not in our culture. Perfectionism is global and affects people all over the world. Now, maybe that wasn't your experience, okay? Maybe you brought home all A's and never got praise for it because that just was not done at your house. It was just an expectation in your family that that's what you did. They didn't want to bring a lot of attention to it because they considered it bragging. And that, of course, was never acceptable. So you just learn to downplay your accomplishments and not be proud of them, at least not out loud, right? Or maybe you got praise for every little thing you did and were told that it was amazing and that you were amazing and that anything you touch was amazing. So now you have a hard time seeing your performance through a clear lens, or you might depend on constant validation from other people that you're doing a good job. And then we've got this confidence gap. And I hope you've heard of that because it's really fascinating. It's where women feel less confident than men in the first couple decades of their work life. Now, according to a survey of over 10,000 people, half of who were outside the US, women's confidence is lower in their mid 20s and 30s, right? I mean, that makes sense. It evens out in the mid 40s and mid 50s, right? Because now we're coming into our own. Now we're kind of saying, you know what? I'm not really sure that I'm buying into all this BS. And then I'm here to tell you by 60, women are more confident than men. And I'm I'm in that, that age bracket. And I tell you, it's true. It's like, screw this. I don't care anymore what your opinion is of me. I could give a crap. I know. I am right there with these women. I know how it feels. I cannot wait for you all to get to be in your 60s. (laughs) Anyway, perfection isn't just about high standards. In fact, it's not even about that at all. It's about trying to avoid criticism or judgment because you didn't hit the mark. The bar you set for yourself was just too high. So with all this information, I mean, we, we know this, right? We know how it feels and it feels crappy. It's such a trap. What do we do about it? And you've heard this from me before. And the reason I keep telling you is because it's so true. It starts with becoming an observer of your thoughts instead of being knee deep in the middle of them, right? You need to pause and notice what your brain is dishing up. If it's imposter thinking, that needs your attention. But before you listen to your brain that tells you you try to fix it, 
that's not a useful thought, right? You don't need fixing. You're not broken. Once you've observed that you are succumbing to those kinds of habitual and detrimental thoughts, I want you to normalize this experience, okay? No judgment, no stressing out, no weaponizing it against yourself. You are a human with a human brain having a very human experience. That's it. Your brain is trying to keep you safe from judgment and shame. So you get to reframe anything you're thinking into something that will be useful to you. It's not that toxic positivity. I'm not talking about mantras and, you know, hey, just buck up. I'm talking about being diligent about looking at what you're thinking and start swapping out the term perfection and inserting excellence. There's such a difference in that, and it feels better, right? Excellence. It's lighter. It's doable. You strive to be the best you can be and do the best that you can. And who can ask for more than that, right? So this week, I want you to put this into practice. I invite you to try this, all right? Begin noticing when your perfectionist imposter syndrome thinking kicks into gear and take a step back to evaluate and decide how you want to proceed. How do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? What results are you looking for? That will help you choose the thoughts that will get you there, okay? So think about this stuff. How do you want to do this? What do you want? Because you know what? Here's a bonus to this. Your enthusiasm is going to return and so will your energy. You will not feel the weight of perfectionism anymore as you practice this. And it does take practice. All right, my friends, that's a wrap. Let me know how this goes this week. I want to hear from you. And until we meet again, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon. 